Kevin Th Luau Deng was a workhorse throughout his 15-year NBA career, making back-to-back all-star games and the NBA's all-defensive team. But did you know that he's quietly one of the best real estate investors in sports? Here's the wild story. Luau Deng almost immediately started putting money into real estate after he was drafted seventh overall by the Chicago Bulls out of Duke University in 2004. He started with smaller investments in East Africa and London before moving into larger properties under his company D3N9. Deng has investments in Hampton spec houses, multifamily homes in Baltimore and Chicago, Virgin Hotels Las Vegas, and a luxury resort in the Bahamas. And here's the best part. Luau Deng developed his entrepreneurial approach under the mentorship of real estate mogul Don Pebbles and JP Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, who Deng got to know through his friendship with Dimon's daughter at Duke. And according to Forbes, Luau Deng's real estate portfolio is worth more than $125 million, which equates to more than 75% of his $166 million in player earnings. Now that's one way to put your money to work. Hello, hello, and welcome to another uh, episode of Real Talk with Kingsley Ogudere. And I am your host, Kingsley Ogudere. Uh, before we get started, like I always tell you, hit that like button, subscribe, so we can keep on bringing you uh, good basketball content, uh, hopefully uh, all the information that you like. Uh, today, I want to jump right into it. Uh, a lot of times I'm covering Nigerian basketball and uh, obviously uh, being Nigerian, um, it, 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 it's, it's a place that's dear to my heart. So sometimes I don't necessarily give uh, recognition to all the right uh, places where they are doing the right things. So today we're going to change that. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to South Sudan basketball. Yeah, I said South Sudan basketball. Yes, I said South Sudan basketball. But they have a vision that started about four years ago. Uh, and this vision included in a former player, Luau Dang. And it's a remarkable transformation of the South Sudan basketball. So it's a journey that we're going to take today. So from obscurity to the FIBA World Cup, here's South Sudan basketball. You know, I heard. Hey guys, this is Luau Deng. When I retired, uh, I really was just going through my mind that I was going to take a couple of years off. And then out of nowhere, you know, I heard that South Sudan was having an election uh, for the federation. And the first thing I said, you know, I just retired. Uh, but, you know, a couple of players reached out to me, uh, you know, and they said, you should do it. You know, we want to be a part of it. So I put my name into the election um, and I was elected. So, you know, I'm happy that I did it. And I realized when I went back to South Sudan, I was just focused on my basketball program through my foundation. But then you realize that as a federation, you got to do everything for everybody uh, that's involved in basketball. You know, so we just started working on how do we connect foundation work with federation work? Because I think there's a window there that a lot of people are not doing. Um, so we're really engaging a lot of NGOs and a lot of foundation um, and a lot of, you know, businesses uh, that come into Africa on how do we partner with them um, to help, you know, the federation. So we're trying to, you know, change the mindset that boys and girls do play basketball. So it's a lot that go into it besides just basketball. So it's been, it hasn't been easy, 
but I'm just I'm happy that you know this is what I'm involved in. To, to receive the World Cup today, um, not a lot of countries uh, have a president that is doing that and is being very supportive. So I thank him for that and thank him for having us. I went to I want to thank Honorable. Um, uh, Nuni Kumba for uh, having us here today, the rest of the parliament and all protocol reserve. I want to thank the Minister of Sports also for always supporting uh, and this, this is all happening under his leadership uh, and hopefully we can lift all the rest of sports. Uh, I thought it was important for us today to, to make sure that the World Cup is stopped here by the parliament and the reason for it, we want to share the World Cup with all the South Sudanese people but it's very important that we stop by the parliament because a lot of decisions are being made from here, the house of the people. So the people are depending on the house of the people to make decisions. Um, I want to speak about what we've achieved uh, because I know everyone sees the World Cup, but I want to speak about what, what an incredible achievement this is. And it's not something to be satisfied about, but it's something to be proud about. Uh, we are the first country in East Africa uh, to ever receive this World Cup, uh, to, to stop uh, in, in their country. Uh, we are the first African country to qualify. Thank you. We're the first African country to qualify in their first try, but we're also, we have the best record in 11 and 1. No African team has ever been 11 and 1 going to the World Cup. So, so it's, it's very hot here today, huh? Um, but um, you know, it's, it, this is a wonderful, it's a, it's a wonderful day, and it's in a historic day that I really wish everyone takes a picture, uh, you know, to be proud of. And this is something that we'll be sharing for years and years that we were here and we did it. When people talk about uh, South Sudan growing and becoming a country that everybody recognizes um, in the rest of the world, not just in Africa, uh, I want to speak about opportunity. Uh, opportunity sound like a small thing, but this is a big thing. And this is where South Sudan is right now. We are looking for an opportunity to be able to achieve what we can. Uh, I want our team, from our players to my office, uh, to everybody that's a part of our federation, uh, to all the fans, everyone that supported us, to know that this was all you guys together, all of us together achieved this. Uh, sometimes, you know, we get to speak because of our title, but it doesn't mean that we are doing most of the work. We are just there to give opportunities and appoint people that are capable of achieving such things. Our federation is not only about the cup. Uh, our federation is a symbol of what it takes when we come together and what we can achieve. I want people to know that our story is up and coming. Uh, we've been through a lot, but it's up and coming. So thank you again for having this. I want you guys to enjoy the trophy as much, but know that just, just know that our ceiling is high. Don't be satisfied. We have a lot more to achieve. And the parliament, you guys can be our backbone in supporting us. Make sure we achieve that. But not just basketball. I'm also an advocate for all sports and all youths to be supported to get an opportunity to do what we did today. Thank you all very much. I appreciate it. Hello and welcome back. Uh, in the realm of basketball, stories of resilience determination and transformation often resonate as much as the final buzzer beating shots. One such remarkable tale has been the unfolding in the, uh, has been unfolding in the heart of Africa 
under the leadership of former NBA star Lua Deng. As the president of South Sudan Basketball Federation, Deng has been orchestrating a basketball revolution, turning the fledging nation's basketball program into one of Africa's finest. Yes, I said one of Africa's finest. From the NBA hard, hardwoods to the heart of Africa, after an illustrious 15-year career in the NBA, Luan Dang's path to retirement took a surprising turn. Instead of re relishing in the post-NBA leisure, uh, Dan embarked on a journey that would redefine his legacy, a product of South Sudan. Dang's personal story is intertwined with the struggle of, for survival, resilience, and triumph against adversity. It's no surprise then that Dang chose the channel, his energy towards transforming the basketball landscape in his home. Because when Dang took over as president of the South Sudan Basketball Federation, he faced a colossal of challenge of building basketball program from the scratch. The nation which gained independence, independence in 2011, had no established basketball infrastructure. But Dan's vision was clear. He aimed to provide the youth of South Sudan with a platform for growth, development, and opportunity. Let me repeat that, please. He aimed to provide the youth of South Sudan with a platform for growth, development, and opportunity. Everyone always looks at the final product. I know Nigeria looks at the final product. That's the only thing Nigeria is interested in, the final product. I hate to say it, but here is an example. Just in four years after Deng's appointment, the South Sudan national basketball team, nicknamed the Bright Stars, achieved an astonishing feat. They qualified for the FIBA World Cup. Uh, yes, yes, yes. They qualified for the FIBA World Cup. Embrace this moment. We bring the fight to them. We come out the first five minutes and we throw the first punch. We come out the first five minutes and we throw the first punch. Let's go. never knew what basketball could do for a country until I was a part of this. Well, around the world, South Sudan has come to be known for its struggles in its first decade of independence, but it's also managed to make its way to the international basketball scene. African basketball is, is different. You definitely have to teach mental toughness and the physicality. Teams were saying in the beginning that we weren't physical, we're not strong enough to keep up with the way basketball is played in Africa. People saying, oh, you guys play fast, you play fast. And I said, why not? We don't have just one guy. If someone doesn't have a good night, best believe that it's five other guys that are capable of having, you know, one of those type of nights. Don't get comfortable. Strive for greatness. Keep on competing. 20 more minutes, we close this thing out. And stay together. Stay the course. We're competing for the top spot. 
to qualify for the World Cup. For people here, it's the first time ever that a team might go to the World Cup. They've seen their team beat Egypt, Congo, Tunisia. They've never seen it. In such a short period of time, we were able to go from 40-something to being the number one team in Africa. South Sudan captured the hearts of the continent. Their emergence as a new force in African basketball has coincided with the leadership of ex-NBA star Luol Deng as the president of their federation. As a South Sudanese kid, always trying to look someone that was from, you know, from my country trying to do the same thing. And that's where I saw Luol Deng. He was definitely one of the players that I looked up to a lot. Looked up his name, see he went to do, seeing where he was on the British national team. I was like, wow, I gotta figure out a way to be like him. It's one thing for people to say, you know, what they do for their, where they're from, but he's doing it for a country. He's a natural born leader. He trusted me with something that is so precious to him. To hear these guys' stories of going to refugee camps and displaced from their family, I couldn't imagine living that. My mom was in Gambela and she ended up migrating to Nairobi, Kenya, and I was born in a refugee camp there. My parents moved from South Sudan during the Civil War. They moved to Lebanon, where I was born. I was born in Kakuma, a refugee camp right on the border of South Sudan. And my parents moved there from Awul because of the Civil War. Imagine your family fleeing a country and going to find life somewhere else, and instead of you being in that other country and forgetting about South Sudan or enjoying your professional basketball career, you're actually committing to come back and play for that the same country that you fled because of the war and you're the one now bringing all this positivity to it. symbol of sovereignty and identity flies for the first time. They celebrate their long-awaited independence, marked by two civil wars over five decades and countless lives lost. South Sudan has been in the longest civil war in Africa. We finally got our independence in 2011. After that time, there's been a lot of internal conflict, wars between different factions, different tribes. I really had a hard time with my country not being recognized, being in the news for the negative things. These people have been killed. There's no food in this region. There's flooding here. Kids um, dying from hunger or kids going to war. It was always negative. I always said to myself that I'm going to put South Sudan on a map for something positive. Every time we play, this is the only thing that's putting a good image out there for us in our country. To be able to get the chance to represent your country on a global stage is probably second to none. You know, we're trying to fight for something and we're trying to be you know, recognized, be seen in the world as, you know, human beings. Win or lose, we're out there representing South Sudan. We're out there changing the narrative. It's a lot going on in that country. Through basketball, we're connecting the dots. I want these guys to realize what sports does for the country. The sports is going to be the vehicle of unity. We were able to bring people together. We're fighting for something else. We're fighting for peace. We're fighting for each other. We're trying to build as one. It doesn't matter what tribe you're from. We're bringing in guys that are representing South Sudan. It's literally washing that tribalism mindset away. And that's how it should be overall everywhere, not just in South Sudan, whether it's government, sports, or anything. You pick the best individuals to get that job done.
it just shows an example of why we should all work together. This is something deeper and more meaningful than just basketball. It's a way to build the nation up and bring the people together. In order for this country to move forward, they're at their best when they come together. So we're just going to keep on pushing the envelope and keep on being the messengers for this young nation. Unbelievable votes. South Sudan won team. This remarkable journey from a nation with minimal basketball history to the global stage is a testament to Dang's unwavering commitment and the dedication of South, of South Sudanese athletes. They have a lot of challenges and a lot of triumphs, but the road to the FIBA World Cup wasn't without its challenges. Dang and his team had to overcome financial constraints. Sounds very familiar in Africa. Financial constraints, logistical hurdles, and the lack of resource that often plagued developing basketball nations. However, their resilience mirrored the spirit of the South Sudanese people and the triumph through the sheer determination. The impact beyond basketball with Dane's influence transcends the basketball beyond the basketball court itself. Just as he embraced humanitarian work during his NBA days, he's been using basketball as a tool for empowerment and social change. By providing opportunities for the youth, Dang is not only developing basketball talents, but also nurturing leaders and inspiring nation to believe in its potential. I wish other people can see this. He's, in, he's an inspiration to others. Luan Dang's journey with South Sudan national basketball team serves as an inspiration to basketball communities worldwide. His stories are reminded that his with vision, dedication, and commitment to making a difference, even the most challenging circumstances can be transformed into success stories. I issue a call to action to my beloved Nigerian Basketball Federation to take note as we celebrate the remarkable achievement of the South Southernese basketball program under Lou Dang's leadership. We are compelled to reflect on our own context. Nigeria, a basketball-loving nation with immense talent, stands at a crossroad. The achievements of South Sudanese basketball underscores the potential for the transformation and success. The Nigerian Basketball Federation, MBBF, has an opportunity to follow in the footsteps in the footsteps of Luau Dang and his team by prioritizing the development of Nigerian basketball from the grassroots level to the global stage. I applaud Luau Dang. I applaud your journey with South Sudan uh, national basketball team. It's more than sports story. It's a narrative of hope resilience, and transformation. 
as the bright stars prepare for the World Cup. Their success reverberates across Africa and beyond. Let's applaud Dang's leadership. Let's celebrate the triumphs of South Sudan and challenge ourselves to elevate the status of basketball in Nigeria and all over Africa. Just as Luan Dang has done for his homeland. This is Real Talk with Kingsley. We can make a change. But we must stop the stomach infrastructure people. We must pull together the young, demand the change. And let's hold everyone accountable. Because I guarantee you, Luan Dang did it the right way. They built their program up. You can do the same. Till next time, this is Kingsley Ogadir with Real Talk. Let's make a change.